They're bad. They're boys. And occasionally, they talk about running. Yes, it's the Bad Boy Running Podcast with your hosts, Jody Rainsford and David Heller. Bye 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 bye. Hello, listener. Hello, Jenny Raceford. Hello, David Hellard. How are you? Um, stressed to be honest. Stressed, absolutely knackered. Why are you stressed about? You stressed about your forthcoming appearance on the Dragon's Den? Yeah. So we listen. We are Wednesday. Tomorrow is Dragon Den Day, the final den of the season. But I so. As you've probably become aware by now, we get some investment. And with that, we've had our website redone. And this has been meant, this was meant to have launched, I don't know, three weeks ago, two weeks ago. And with the day before, and even last night, I'm still going through stuff. And there's so many things they just haven't done. And I, I don't know what, do you know, I don't, I don't know what to do. We're just like, wait, wait, I know- you know, this isn't done, right? We need to do this. I know what you need to do. You need to follow in Adele's footsteps. You need to do a tearful Instagram live where you're just sobbing, snot coming out your nose. Go, sorry guys, I, I just couldn't do it, guys. I just couldn't do it. You just, we just, it's all, it's all gone to shit. I just, I can't do it in time. People love that. People absolutely love that. Well, I think that the issue is because, and this is the crazy thing. So, uh, there's. One of the companies I know, I won't say which one, they did two years' worth of sales hmm. in two hours. Oh, wow. And it, it meant... So depending on the company, sometimes people's emails, they they just stop working. You then have these all these issues of having 200,000 people on your site yeah. in like a five to ten minute window. <laughs> and what that then entails... and. And none, these booking systems aren't necessarily set up for it. And even if they are, your your email box might not be set up. Yeah, for exactly. It. Or your say there's a, say there's a discount code, or say there's sign up to this and get ten percent off your newsletter. All these things, if they're not used to having thousands per second, which yeah. it could be because of the concentration, it just all collapses, and that traffic never comes back. People never go. No. Oh, what was that thing that I kind of was just browsing casually that I might have been convinced into buying or, you know, sign up to newsletter, but you now I'm now watching something else. So if it's not right, it's gone. Like this, this will be the biggest sales day in the history of our company, no, like for forever. It's not even like of this year. It's of forever. Oh, Four wow. million people watching. No pressure. And so, um, do they factor that? Do they well, factor that in now? The whole... do, they, do they factor that in when they're like when they're cho- when they're choosing investment? It must. It, they must be an element in their mind, particularly with someone like Stephen Bartley, who's much more kind of switched onto this kind of thing. Than but but I have an idea that this is a product. If I say yes to this on broadcast, I'm you know I'm gonna I'm gonna make a big chunk of that investment back right away. Um, because this is <laughs> going to be true, huge. Actually, yeah, yeah, true. Even yeah, because uh, Mr. Jones came up to me and said, "You can do a f- we can do a million together in the first year at least." Um, and they're like, "Oh right, okay." Um, I'm not sure how true that is, but um, yeah. So 
the, the just being on the den is such a huge exposure but then it depends on the stage of company so i i because i've been involved in startups and around that kind of scene for quite a number of years unsuccessfully it means i've known loads of people who've been on the den and i'm working with a, a lovely lady at the moment in in the um in the co-working space where they had a concept and the product wasn't for sale yet and yeah. so all this media attention doesn't do anything really no no exactly because exactly. it it just it just gets you loads of questions that you have to reply to and loads of work <laughs> on that front and yeah so, in some ways it it doesn't help and then it's you can you, you maybe can relaunch easier where you're like remember that company that went on this and then blah 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 but um yeah it's it's gonna be tonight are you coming up for, so tomorrow night are you coming up for it i will come up for it yes absolutely oh good man absolutely so watching the pub and it's gonna be weird because i'm gonna be half watching but then actually mainly just looking at my phone and my you could be a millionaire by you could be a millionaire by by this time on friday <laughs> Yeah, likely, and then, likely. And then um, you promise you'll get a new microphone. That's the... <laughs> <laughs> but even, I mean, actually, even... Say we did two years' worth of sales, UK sales, in yeah. in uh, in two hours. That would be insane. But it's not really that much in terms of... <laughs> I'd have a, I'd have a bit more money, but it's for you know it's not as yeah, if it's not as to, if we've done seven million over over two years and we will just get that in two hours. It's, but you you get thing is, you get to have um, a Facebook ad, a video Facebook ad of you on the den that can go out all the time as well because that seems to be the thing that yeah. people do at the moment. Oh, and it's just it's funny because all that's all that's on my feed at the moment are people who were on the den and got investment and stuff, and they might have been those type of companies actually, the ones that couldn't take advantage of it at the time. And so yeah, so yeah. I can imagine you doing a Facebook ad of yourself um, with all the all the the expressions and everything that goes with it. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. <laughs> I didn't know my. I didn't know I was so expressive in how I respond to things. That's what's really surprised me. But um, now, what has been going on in? Um, I've got some. We've had some good. We've had. We've had quite a lot of fun feedback from the do bad. Thank you. You changed that. We've had morning. good feedback. Uh, we've had feedback that's amusing. <laughs> I'll quickly see if I can find it. So, I um, you probably don't go in the the bad boy running for Instagram that much, but I do. Giacomo, I go, I go, I go in it all ah, the time, and answer and 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 respond as you to. I don't do that, <laughs> but I do go in all the time. <laughs> I can see all the conversations you're having. Does. It's weird. People must think that that account is really schizophrenic. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it is, and and often just left out to rot. But um, yeah, Giacomo Mayhem, um, he's messaged. He's found a product that is in France. It's called Good Gout. <laughs> can you see this? Oh yeah, I can see that. Good Gout. And what is it? What does that look like? Peas. Le petit pois. It looks like peas. Peas for gout. So. Maybe they've. I don't know if gout isn't means that just goo, else doesn't that mean goo? Goo. No. Oh no, it's not an actual gout remedy. Then it's just a French word that is the that same I as don't gout. Know. 
Well, there we are. Google Translate. Or, or maybe this, this is, what is a do. way of having 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 better gout. But I thought this could be something you could look into. Your next trip to France, resolving your gout issues. <laughs> so thank you for that, Giacomo. <laughs> and I said last time that we'd um, we'd read out. So uh, Kirsty Harper had messaged about we've been asking for people who were talking about. Um, podiatrists physiotherapists who they could recommend in the uk because we'd had a great interview with tim but then the big issue was that really you need to be able to see the podiatrist to be able to get a proper assessment it doesn't work on, online so kirsty had said um you've been discussing feet podiatry i'd highly recommend a chat with a physiotherapist from the northeast scotland called james crookshank james um has a, a program called unlace the brace I like that. Unlace the brace, which is a 30-day program, 20 minutes a day, all focused on foot strength, balance, and your connection with the ground. So um, there's an ebook, there's YouTube videos. Uh, it's only 12 quid for the ebook. And she said this made an incredible difference in how my feet felt. With our, she has arthritis and also my running stability. So um, yeah, if if people were looking for someone in the UK who they thought could be really good. From a podiatrist's point of view, thanks, Kirsty. James is uh, James Crookshank is that person? I've just looked up what gout now, means in. I've just looked up what gout means in French. It means taste. Yeah, which is pretty pretty taste. correct. Taste. Taste. I'm also sure that our pronunciation wow. of that French word is not so. But taste is what normally gets you so into you, problem, gets you into a problem with gout, isn't it? So, <laughs> tasting too much. So you you only sometimes have taste is is in, is in essence. <laughs> I've intermittent you only have taste. taste problems. <laughs> <laughs> but what um are you are you back to running, Jody? Uh, like I said, I I went up to the Lake District thinking, oh, this is gonna be great. I have been running, but I thought Lake District, this is great. Every time I go to the Lake District, I have. Uh, it kind of like inspires me a bit more because um, you know it's just it's a bit more interesting. And uh, got to Lake District um, and uh, was ill almost immediately for four whole days, um, and it snowed as well. So oh, so it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't the best. Room, but but do you know what we did? Do you know what we did up there? We did an escape room. It was, the weather was that bad that we found like the only escape room place we could find. So we did that instead. A family escape. Room. Was it by the coast? No, no, it wasn't. It was. Um... We did that escape room. Oh, really? It wasn't yeah. by the coast. It, it was, was by. Brilliant. It was by Newby Bridge. Where... Oh, maybe a different one then. Yeah, and we we did the same thing. Where we went for, we looked at it, and I didn't. I quickly skim read, and I went for the five star one, not realizing that wasn't the the rating of <laughs> difficulty how good it was. that was a rating of how hard it was <laughs> and they're normally games for like seven people so Briggsy and I go in there and we're we're having a great old time but we haven't really done escape rooms very much and they're like pull that thing like oh right really oh right and so there's I think there's an element of when you get used to them you know yeah. you just anything unusual you just start playing with whereas we're in there going right so we're like these deep thinkers thinking about so what could this possibly mean i know you have to it's like Mm. (laughs) it's like it's like playing trivial pursuit i think it or or doing a a cryptic crossword like you have to 
you have to be tuned in to kind of the way of thinking and you have to like as soon as you mm. get in there you've got to just start straight away whereas this one was built as a family yeah. escape room and I've done escape rooms before and I cannot see what aspect of it was like downgraded or dumbed down for a family. It was so hard. We just did the classic nice. thing of nothing happening for 45 minutes and then everything happening in the last 15 oh, minutes no. all as it and my and I didn't I, you know it didn't occur to me because you know Hugo's six um and he kind of he, he, he was enjoying yeah. it but the when we walked in the lady said you know you've got to do it within an hour otherwise you know the water will come in and you'll start sinking and stuff and he genuinely thought that, that we were going to drown <laughs> if we did this. so he was he, he understand why he was getting so panicky towards the end and it was just like oh Oh, That's amazing. But, but we did we did quite a few things that we we wouldn't have otherwise done actually, um, because you know when you go to Lake District, you're you're just walking up like hills and and, and other things as well, mm. and so we didn't really have the opportunity to do that. But what we did have was like there was a break in um, the rain um, one afternoon, and we decided to do. Uh, have you ever done any of those like treetop like trek things, like the go ape style things before? You know that you yes, kind of do yeah, years ago. Yeah, I've never done that. I've never done that. And it, you know, it kind of never occurred to me. And I always just thought, well, I don't know if I really want to do that kind of thing. I just, it just it was never really anything on my radar. And they said the kids are going to do it. And I was like, okay, fine. Um, and I wasn't feeling particularly well. And they got, they put all their harnesses on. And I thought, oh, do you know what? I think I will do it. I think I feel all right. Okay, I've got a bit of a headache and stuff, but I think I'll feel all right. And it's only like the, the, the junior one, as they put it, which is still like an hour to two hours. Mm. And I was thinking, how does that take an hour to two hours to do? <laughs> and so I put all the harnesses on. I'm crying stuff like, in there. Yeah, well, well, you say that. I mean, we got up there and, like, and the first thing, like literally, like Hugo gets halfway across the first bridge and he's, he's in tears already. Um, and I'm thinking... From 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 the height was it? Um, I th- it was just every it was just everything. I think it was the height, is the like the wobbliness of everything. Even though you're strapped on, it it's your brain doesn't yeah. unless you're holding on to the thing. I mean, the thing is, there's nothing. You, nothing can go wrong. Nothing can go wrong. You could actually just yeah. lean on your on your harness and just go the whole way round and not touch anything, and it would be absolutely fine because it would hold your weight, and you'd never have to unclip or anything else like that. So totally safe, but. Your brain tricks you into thinking you are in danger because you know you're you're not on your harness. Mm. You're you're walking on a bridge, and if your bridge is a bit wobbly, then your your brain just makes you kind of worry about it and stuff like that. And so for Hugo, this was almost like he'd been put in this life-threatening situation where, and so he was just in tears the whole like basically for the first like and he's, couple he's of already things. just survived a flood as well. You know, I know exactly survived the, like he, this was the of... most this was the most damaging harrowing experience for him ever. And we kind of got halfway, and I'd ask <laughs> I'd ask the guy beforehand. I said, well. What happens if someone needs to be kind of rescued or whatever? He goes, oh, well, we need to call someone out, but normally we just get them to go back the way they came. And so we kind of got halfway round, and Hugo was just really... He was do- the thing is, he was doing really, really well. He, even though he was crying, he was still doing it. Yeah. He was still doing all of it. And he was, and eventually we did it and we got to the end. And I've got to honestly say that actually I there were bits of it I was like, well, do you know what? I, I, it, it looks so small from the <laughs> ground. And as soon as you're up there, you're like... Mm. This is quite like this is quite. My mum would never have let me do anything like that when I was younger. I was completely protected from all that type of stuff. It would have been my mum would have been like, "That's too dangerous," <laughs> stuff like that. And so you know when you kind of experience things that you should have experienced in your childhood, but you experience them in your forties. Mm. Every it's like skiing. 
Like, you know, when you like, you, 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 if you ski from a child, like nothing scares you because you're so low to the ground, you've learned everything. You ski as a 40 year old for the first time. You're like, this is the most frightening experience ever. I just petrified the whole time because I'm not used to this. I've not grown up with it and stuff like that. So he did that and he, you know, he did we, that brilliantly. Were you, trying, were you trying to keep your composure? Were you trying to not show fear? The amazing you thing he is. Might then instill fear in. As a parent, I've had to do that all the time. Like, just the whole idea of don't show anything, make sure everything's okay. And actually, you do that, and really, you just realise how kind of pointless your own fear is. It's just so true. Like, you're doing stuff mm. just so your children don't feel worried about it. My daughter kept going, I can see you worried, Daddy. I can see you worried. I'm like, stop going on about how worried I am. Like, I am not worried. You're getting me into a point where I'm worried. But she's going, I think you're going to be worried about this next bit. Like, why Why are you trying to wind me up? But no, it was... it was. <laughs> and I'm being outside by your daughter. Yeah, exactly, I know. No, she's going, don't worry, I'm worried as well. I'm like, I'm not worried. This is not worrying me, this bit. Um, but yeah, no, it's interesting because that has, that has happened lots of times. And then we did the thing right at the end where... Um, you have a big zip wire and I was thinking oh that's the easy bit mm. the zip wire and so I went on this zip wire and the guy goes oh we've only got this we've only got a few of the kind of the uh, the little things that go on the zip wire left and we need to put this other one on and he brings out this massive one and I'm thinking is this the polite way of saying that I might be over their weight uh, threshold for, <laughs> for this zip wire <laughs> because this thing was massive he goes don't worry about it it'll it's it, you know it'll actually it'll, it'll slow it down a little bit so you're going to lose a little bit in terms of speed well he didn't felt like feel like that when I was on this damn zip wire this zip wire was like the fastest thing that I'd ever been on I was like what <laughs> this I wasn't expecting this bit to be like like quite quite hairy but yeah so we did that and and of course you know this was a this was a major holiday for growth for hugo like him experiencing these things nearly yeah. being drowned in a, in an escape room um doing the treetop trek and everything and then the other thing we did we had um a little bit of time um and there's a climbing wall on ambleside and so there's like a bouldering wall and stuff like that and so you know we usher in there he's never done bouldering before so he's petrified he has no idea he thinks he's going to fall off the wall he's going to all this stuff and by the end of it, he was absolutely loving it. Um, and it was really good. Like, we just did loads of little activities and stuff. Like, not great in terms of my running. Although, and in the last day, we, we climbed up a, uh, a, a fell, um, Raven Crag, which was, which was really good as well, which was about the only thing we managed to do outside. Um, so it wasn't really the most active holiday that we ever had. But, but in terms of, you know, courage and well, growth, that sounds I feel really it's really active. It's, well, yeah, it, I suppose it is. It's just, it's sound not, active, really. When you do, yeah, when you do go to, um, we go to Lake District, though. And I just, just the nervous associate. tension, he'd have burnt energy off. <laughs> well, exactly. He wakes up every day absolutely petrified. Well, what's going to... what's gonna <laughs> Sweat in the bed. <laughs> what, what, what horrors are you going to put me through today? And then he falls asleep. <laughs> when the adrenaline runs out, he falls asleep immediately. It's perfect. It's worked really well. So, yeah, not, not active in terms of being able to do running or anything else like that, but de- definitely other stuff. So it was, it was good in the end, but... Um, you know, and just not 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 much running involved. Well, I've I've done my first park race, like Ooh. proper proper race. Oh, yeah, go on! I, did been, you take I've, a dog with you just to to wind people well, up? <laughs> I did. Had seven dogs pulling me <laughs> while I still could, and um, but I I've been with with Chris previously, and um, and we'd gone around together, but this time I, this is the first time since the injury started yeah. that I've run something timed that oh, okay. isn't just on my watch like a, a proper and 
I'm what was your percentage? What, what percentage effort? From... What percentage effort did you go? Oh, I don't know. I've not, I've not looked at things, but I. Th- that's the thing. I didn't. I had no concept of what. I, I didn't look at my watch. Yeah. Um, I had no concept of what pace to go for. Yeah. Or what what even feels right, and oh my, I've forgotten how hard it can be. Like it, <laughs> I. That was that was harder, I'd say, than some marathons I've done. Yeah. In terms of the, like the, just how brutalized my lungs were yeah and within I, I thought I'd started a reasonable pace and within I'd say 1.3 of a mile I was ready to stop so about th- oh, wow just just over a third around I was at the stage of like I just can't I ugh, this is so far left and it's it's a course as well that's quite deceptive where it's it almost looks like a Mr. Blobby. So you the 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 run back in feels as if you get there when you're maybe eighty five percent of the way round before you do the run in, and then you're going uphill. So um, yeah, I, I just I've forgotten how hard racing can be if you get it wrong. Yeah, and just go f- flat out, but also. Actually, I didn't. I didn't even feel. I felt so bad at the end. Nor, you know, sometimes you get that that high at the end. I just felt awful. I couldn't speak for quite a few minutes, and it it made me realise that maybe that, that's partly I think why I'm a reasonable runner is that I did just bury myself completely. Yeah. And for what? <laughs> but. Well, no, I think it's, I think so you made you you made two points there. One, I think that's exactly it. I don't think I have ever. Well, I think I've done it. I think I've done it a couple of times. But I can, I can literally count the amount of times where I have raced so hard and tried so hard at something that it is. It, it, I, I would say that was a hundred percent maximum effort. And I think that's what made that that is definitely something that contributes <laughs> to it. And the other thing was you said about you know that yeah. high you get at the end. No idea what you're talking about. No idea what you're talking about. Hey. The higher you get at the end, when does that happen? <laughs> that's when you. That's yeah, when you're I mean, sat at I home eating the pizza with your legs up and everyone like waiting on you <laughs> because you can't move. That's the high. <laughs> it's, it's the sugar rush of your <laughs> of your food afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's 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 good now because I've got a time. I've got a marker, and I've been back since. I've done. I've done. Oh, do you want to share that time? Do you want to share that time fact, or? Um, I. Or do you want to share how many minutes off your best it is? I, I can. They they email you, don't you? Um. So I know I was a lot quick. Well, how much quicker do you think I was one week on? In my in the run, so I've I've raced, I've 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 trained for maybe a week and a half. Yeah. I then, I do a, a park run with Chris. Yeah. Then. The next week I go flat out. I've got a week of training, and then I go flat out again. So the first one was 2020. Should remember that. 20 minutes, 20 seconds. Yeah. I reckon you pushed it below 20. Second one. No, no, maybe 1941. not. 1941. Oh bloody hell! Oh, sorry, I shouldn't have said. I thought you. 
Yeah, so 40 seconds in a week. Wow, which, that's really... To me was... <laughs> and, what's, and what's your best? What's your best? What's a, your... When you were... You, you, you did your best uh, 16, when you were training for comrades, weren't you? Yeah. When I, I probably could have gone quicker when I was training for MDS at the end of that. But um, that was 16.32. Although that was quite a lot faster than I've I've done park runs before because typically you do it in the middle of a training block whereas that yeah. was when I was mini taper like a week out so but even so like 40 seconds to me really part, part of that is down to pacing but that I was really surprised by that because I, I didn't know what I again I wasn't looking at my watch at any point on the way around so I I had no concepts and I still went off too quickly but it I'm, I'm going to try and do one every week now until it settles a bit more. Yeah. Because I think that, that is quite quite a good benchmark for other people to get an understanding of their injured. Just what... And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not training crazy hard, really. I haven't done two hard sessions in a week. I've, I've just done fartlek runs as my intervals. Um, and I've done the gym once a week. But... Not much else. I'm not doing loads of long runs, so hopefully that is. In, hopefully that's quite inspiring for some people. As a, well, maybe I'll try doing the same. That, uh, <laughs> oh, this is the new clap. <laughs> <laughs> it's very soft. It's a very quiet it very, clap. On it does my come end. in very it quietly. Be... It's very comes in very quietly, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it needs a louder clap. What's the cheering very like? Very polite clap. So, D-Banners, this is JD's new toy. Yeah, this is our attempt. This is our attempt to... We're testing out... Yeah, testing out some new things. I was interviewed on on another podcast um, around the book, and they... What was the podcast? I can't remember. (laughs) I can't remember what the podcast was called. Oh, no. Um, It was... was, uh, I can't remember what the podcast... I do so so many of them. Um... But no, I couldn't remember what it was called. But yeah, but they used they used they their setup was like really really professional, really slick, and they were using this um, uh, this software. Uh, and I was thinking, oh god, the, the picture quality and the sound quality is excellent. And they had a little producer who you know jumped in every now and then to help out with stuff. So so we're testing this out, and I didn't realise until uh, until I signed up for it that they've got these ways of adding um, uh, sound effects. <laughs> So childish. Classic. They've done all the classic. But that's like my box of, of noises that I use for the run show. Um, not the run show, the running awards, where we had to do a virtual award, so I had a little box of... And some of them are dreadful, and some of them just go for too long. I don't I mean, know about the, these ones. The, the cheering one goes on for far too long. I don't think I've ever experienced that amount of cheering in my, in my life. Can we pre-record ones, then? Yeah, yeah, I think you can pre-record one. You can add your own, Absolutely. So I think that so I think this, this is this, this is, is the opportunity to, to really oh absolutely you know we had that thing where people can record stuff then if if we also get people phoning up and saying popular um, like do better expressions we did say in the podcast previously and then we we forgot to keep on reminding people and we put it in the Facebook group is that you can record little snippets whether it's questions whether it's feedback or now whether it's little jingles slash part of the lexicography is that the right word lexicography um, works if you go in the group you'll be able to find it lexicography so um it's bit.ly slash bad boy feedback so https you know that slash slash 
bit.ly slash bad boy feedback. It's capital B, capital B, capital F. And you can then record things that get sent to us and we can add those. The intention initially was to add them just as kind of letters. It's your letters writing in. Um, here's your here's your comment. But actually now we can start to integrate you as part of the sound effects of the Bad Boy Running podcast. That's pretty fun. Yeah, absolutely. But it doesn't mean you get royalties of any kind. Let's just make that clear at this point. <laughs> yeah, we do have to specify that. We have to <laughs> um, right, I'm going to do... I'm trying to think of some quick updates to do then in terms of various things, whether it's running. Firstly, we had... We had a vote in the oh Facebook. Oh, God. Oh, God, did on we? Whether people knew that you were called three quarters or not. I was surprised so, by this. I was surprised. But the thing <laughs> so is, the what question it, was. He... Yeah. No, I said, no, no you, you do the answers and then I'll say my bit about it. So the question was, who knew that Jody was the, was had the nickname Three Quarters? So the first answer was, who's Jody? Who's Jody? Is he the posh one or the one from down south? The second one is, who's Jody? The posh one with no car or the posh one with a horse? <laughs> so that was that was a new that was a new answer. Ryan Huntington put in. I hadn't seen that one. That's very funny. <laughs> um, third one was, I have no idea what you're talking about. Are these my legs. Fourth one was too soon. Fifth one was vest. So actually, we've. Uh, I've just. Wow. In fact, is he the one of the pony or the one who was always trying to feed it? <laughs> <laughs> so actually, has anyone responded? Yes. No. Well, if they put too soon, if they've if, yes, if they've answered too soon, then they will have known it because too soon was always the was always the comeback about it. Okay, okay. So ten people knew that you had that nickname out of a poll of eighty. This is the interesting thing, and I think this was <laughs> this was this was useful because when you are surrounded, when you have a, a group of people around you who are constantly going on about the same fucking thing all the time and constantly I am um, I would bullies? Do, I I do mean bullies I was going I wasn't going to use the term bullies but I think bullies <laughs> when you have a group of people around you constantly bullying you and mocking you all the time it feels as though the world is mocking you it feels as though that like and so it is and I was thinking it is probably a group of about 15 people who just mercilessly, mercilessly went on and on and on about it in pretty much everything and it can be narrowed <laughs> down using the 80 20 rule it narrowed down to like the same like 10 or 15 people and it felt like it was it felt like there were a lot more people who were who, who were kind of going on about it and bullying it, it felt like that there was this there was this big thing so so it's a very useful it's a very useful um study in how um, no one actually cares about you. Or, I mean, it's, this is only part one of the study because now you very cleverly increase the number of people from 15 to an extra 70, well, an extra five, 6,000 <laughs> for this episode. So, um, Well, I do, I do, I now, do think... I... You're now looking at... Yeah, I do, I do actually think... That if you haven't seen it, if you go and watch the uh, the Mudstickle video 
um, of, uh, of of me attempting um, winter nuts. I, I do think it's worth a watch. It is. Thing is, what I also yeah. find amazing is that when I watch that, and pretty much any do better watches that, they see failure. When my kids watch it, they think I'm an absolute <laughs> hero, and I'm like. Are we watching oh, the same amazing. thing? But they do. They're like, oh, it's amazing. We did all that thing. They didn't, the bit at the end where I didn't do it for another, that, that just doesn't, that just brushes over them. So they want to do, they want to do kind of like um, that kind of stuff, but we've not been able to do anything like that because of pandemic and, and other stuff as well. So, so it really shows you interesting how people, different That's people's great. perspectives are. It is great, isn't it? And also they're, they're seeing their dad in a situation they've not seen before. They're not no. expecting. And, you know, and they've they've never seen you deal with so many br- brutal put downs from a presenter. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> no, they haven't. But they I haven't. do think from now on, do bad as whenever Jody. If you're in a round with Jody, you always need to bring him three quarters of a pint. <laughs> Most people do. Pint. Most people do. So. <laughs> <laughs> But other running news. So what have we got? We have. Um, I was just going to point out that Ali, Ali, well. Ali was one of the ones who did mercilessly rib me. So she absolutely still deserving of that of that moniker. And so even if it is the same fifteen people, then using it on her, the whole thing is worth it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, now I've I've got a few things on here that I want us to do with the Tour de France. Well, firstly, what Alban.io? Are oh. you gonna so? Oh, John, you sent me this, didn't you? Yeah. I mentioned it briefly before. Yeah, so we've just been a bit rubbish. Well, I say we, as in myself and Bruce, have been a bit rubbish and communicating and doing anything recently. And we're going to get her to use the app, album.io, because John has come up with his own app, which follows through his training, where you can sign up to train as he has. Um, so Bruce going to do it. Now, I think you should give it a go, JD, as well. I don't... The thing is, I don't even feel worthy enough to download the app itself. Like, <laughs> it's like going, we're going to give you at your disposal <laughs> the, the greatest athletic... Be- I don't even think my level of athletic performance, even when I was, I would say, at my, my, my best, was even worthy of me changing to have better shoes. So the idea of, of uh, like, talk about wasting, wasting a bunch of resources on, on something is this it. But I will, I will download the app and then, yeah, I don't need, is there a, is there a minimum level that you need to be at uh, when you download this app? Does it just go, <laughs> does it ask like for a certain pace? And if you're, if you're not below it, it just like properly elite, it just kicks you off like, like the back end of the London marathon. You, I think lifting up the phone is the first step. <laughs> should be able to, <laughs> doing weighted lifts. Like. <laughs> I'm trying to find um, it on my, we're going to, gonna, we're going to, we're going to report back on that. With uh, we're going to get Briggsy on the podcast to actually talk about it and um, see how she's found it. And I'd, I'd say Briggsy's not in a she's she's not overly fit compared to how she is at times at the moment. So that would be quite interesting to see how she um, how she finds firstly that step up, but you know, how it compares to everything she's done. Uh, the there's been quite a few articles recently, and and there's been quite a bit of talk about trans athletes there always is but in particular the last three weeks it seems like there's been a lot yeah have you seen any of the 
any of the stuff about um, the trans swimmer in America, Leah Thomas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been there's there's, there's loads how, about that. How isn't much there? have you read up on that? I don't know. I the, weirdly, yeah. the first thing I read about it, the first thing I read about it was um, uh, a number of trans activists actually saying that this doesn't help the cause at all like it was it was a kind of a, a reverse argument that i wasn't expecting um that this is this almost like adds fuel to the fire um and and it's not the kind of attention that that that, that, that they need but i don't know whether that was an outlier that was literally the first thing i saw about it which i was quite surprised i was expecting that you know it to be a you expect to know what the you know what the sides are as it were um why what, yeah, I, what is the I see what you mean yeah. so it's, so actually that their point of view is that it's creating resentment and fueling hatred um over something that is such a you know where they're just looking for acceptance maybe or I don't or just know I don't integration know. in a normal way or I mean the overwhelm the overwhelming level of um cuz I mean like I think more and more uh uh, kind of like senior and retired athletes have now kind of come out, haven't they, about, you know, being much more forceful in their opinions about it. Sharon Davis always was quite forceful about it. Um, but I think more and more, mm. um, was it also, because there was also the Laura Kenny one, wasn't there? Um, the situation where she was about to compete against a trans athlete and then, it wasn't British Cycling that withdrew. It was the international um, body who mm. withdrew the uh, their ability to, to. Which I haven't read too much about that, or what the thought was behind that, or whether it was going for reassessment around you know the rules or anything. Mm. But it does seem to, it does seem to be a lot more, a lot happening recently, doesn't there? Yeah, and especially it seems to be very. It's something that people really want to share. And people have very strong views about. And there's an element as well of it's it's a very good picture to demonstrate when you've got a tall um, trans person on the top of a podium, so they're already taller, and so then it looks like they're they're massively, you know, physically, sh- hugely out, you know, has a huge advantage over the opposition. But th- there was an, th- this article was because we spoke to Janae about this and. And Janae Crock was, she was saying that a lot of what they were doing now was actually trying to understand when did the physical advantages reduce. And so there's a really good article in The Independent that was actually looking at specifically Leah Thomas. And I I thought it was really important to share just because I I still am not, I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about the subject of competing at high level for trans athletes because I, I don't know what the the scientific studies actually will show. And so I, I, I want what's, what's fair. Um, and it could be that they can compete completely fairly. It might be that they can't and it might be just a case of deciding what period of time it is for them to lose their advantage. Um, and I, you know, I take I take the arguments that in some sports the physical advantage will never be completely reduced if you're doing something like a high jump or volleyball or basketball. But um, in Leah's case, what they showed that they were looking at the different distances that she had competed in as a male and as a female, 
and actually as a male she'd actually been a pretty good swimmer already and that um firstly by switching across the improvements that she she made relative to um if she had been a you know an equivalent rank as a female it's possible that she was she she, you know she she actually is the equivalent in a female as if she in in position as if she had been in a male but also um there was they were saying that like that she could have made this jump um which is an improvement in the longer distances which she hadn't competed in as much to become as good as a male but also she's not there bursting smashing records there are there are other swimmers coming through as well um, others who are destroying everyone um who are, who are female swimmers and so they they were looking just at the science of it and apologies i i had some quotes lined up highlighted but then i'm, I'm behind a paywall now because um i haven't logged in on my laptop and it's on my phone that i normally read it um, but yeah, I, if you if if you've got strong views on it, I'd go and say look out the Independence article to do with Leah Thomas because what I liked about it that I think is <clears throat> firstly it 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 uses the science to argue that actually <clears throat> there is a case for Leah being able to to compete potentially. It's not saying it, it's definitely right, but that her winning could fall in line with her ability prior. And she could have won in a percentage increase if she'd have stayed a male. She could she could potentially have had equivalent success. So it's it's a really interesting way they've thought about it and positioned it, which I think is how we need to be thinking about how we approach should trans athletes be able to compete, and and that's looking at the science of do they have unfair advantages because the one yeah the that one th- is something that will take time but can be understood yeah the one thing the one thing that is constantly shared around that is comparing um leah's placement um before uh, transitioning to um to being uh, female so the the performance then mm. and the performance now say so i think it was like tw- 240 something in the in the, her category and then first in in a category but that does like it's exactly say that doesn't take into account the amount of improvement that she would have made over that time in 12 months or 18 months or how it was that last thing that was doing it and so if you don't mm. take that that's that's assuming that no other factors are in play and no other variables in play in terms of improvement and we know we all know that it's possible to dramatically improve your performance over a short period of time um, you know whether it's possible and, to do that. Is, is they, thing. But but that but that's the, you know it, it's very difficult to. You can only ever do that if you have. Well, there's no way, real way of comparing, is there? That's the thing. There's no real way of comparing. But you, yeah. And 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 actually, the the real improvement where she's done well has been a different distance to the one where she was was mainly competing previously. She's so she's gone more for endurance, and so the they were showing that actually. That was an area that she she had done far better previously. She just hadn't actually focused on it in the same way. So you could see the gains that you'd expect to come and, and that could be reflective of what's happened here. But um, I realise that it's not running, but 
it's it's cases like these that really convince the public and put pressure on bodies of all sports and so I, I do think where there's a battleground I don't know I, I I don't have a strong inkling on on where on where it's going to end but I do think you will find that one sport will affect another and actually these studies that are happening will really impact everything um but I thought I'd just point that out to people in case anyone else is um, themselves, you know, just trying to figure it out as such. Uh, then, what else have we got as little feedback? So I was going to talk about a, a really good piece by the New York Times about a, um, a Ukrainian runner who was yeah. training in Kenya and has gone back over to the Ukraine to fight. But actually... Off the back of uh, Sergey, who was the translator at the Run Show, he he put me in touch with someone who we've recorded a, an interview with now, for who's who's a, a Ukrainian ultra and marathon runner who who was in Ukraine. So we've we've got that. So we can, but um, something that I thought was quite interesting is that again, not running, but Strava are sponsoring the Tour de France. Really? Do you hear about this? Is Strava is Strava yeah. well known for um, cycling stuff already, or is it is it an area that's moving into? I'd say Strava was more of a cycling brand than a running brand, actually, to start. Oh, okay, because okay. Even even the whole concept of things like um, being your your Strava segment crown winner. And the king, that is reflective more of what happens in sport, in, in, in cycling, where you'll have your sprint stages. Whereas typically in running, you wouldn't have a shortened segment yeah. that was important. You just have a race. Oh, I see. But okay, so that that's where it's is, come um, from. Okay, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and I, it might be that they'd have introduced that anyway, naturally. And it wasn't inspired by cycling, but I'd imagine it probably was. But it's, um, I think this would be really interesting to, because we love to to highlight that cycling has often had uh, people who are fairly open to new methodologies, we'd say. Um, and what I like about this is... Open-minded as to pharmacological <laughs> interventions. <laughs> but the um with with Strava now sponsoring is whether all of the cyclists will have to share their data and their <laughs> cycles and their heart rate and all of these on Strava. Will these be will they be live? Will they will they live Strava it? Will every segment where you have a sprint stage, will that be a Strava segment? Because this could really revolutionise how Strava is used in sports and Tour de France already have that data in, within the teams because they're all recording their power and they know what powers they, you know, power they should be doing at any point um, and they're recording the split times as the, the race but whether they then publish it all and have it to show firstly that is really interesting to be able to compare with historical data 
which makes it actually harder to cheat because there are just some power outputs that you shouldn't be able to do at certain times. Um, but also whether, if that happens, will we see that in other races where suddenly we'll get all the elites of the London Marathon, the New York um, and Berlin all running live or all having their data integrated with Strava because that would be amazing for understanding um, different elements of how they race but also in terms of scientific studies it's it's always hard to get all that data and if it suddenly becomes open source and it becomes common and once they've integrated with the top runners it might be that they then just do it for everyone this could really change the way that we analyze all training and all all performance and be able to have these huge data sets that can suddenly give us insights into um all these other aspects of training that we don't understand as well as 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 well as we might so what you what you have to do in this situation if you're thinking of doping as a as a cyclist and it's going to affect all of these things is to early on establish that you have abnormal um uh statistics mm. So like like when you do a lie detector test it's like when they're asking you the 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 truthful questions you have to like stress yourself in such a way as to think that every time you answer a truthful question it's the same response so they have to do that they have to very early on you have to get your get your fake metrics in early on why, so why that have when you people about say this? it's it's, it's heart rates like 280 beats per minute a lie detector test Jay? Because I, 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 I literally watched. But what, um, why have you been? Why have you been dwelling on the <laughs> how to how to uh, bypass lie detector tests? What have you done? Uh, I I literally watched. Uh, I think it was Ocean's uh, Ocean's uh, thirteen or something like a couple of weeks ago, and the and I and it had that in it. It had how to basically fake a uh, lie detector test, um, which I thought was, which is useful, useful to know. <laughs> the second thing I want to say about this is, is there a cycling equivalent of Derek? Is there a cycling investigation, Ooh, Derek? Like someone question. who does the same, same thing? Because, you know, that, that they must, they must, you know, they must need a team. Yeah, and although, because Derek tends to deal with, yeah, I, I'm not sure because I guess Derek almost exists because there is a realm between the data and what people report. Yeah. And whereas in cycling, it, I think the data is a lot more accurate. But but I don't I don't know if they have cycling FKTs in the same way. Yeah, there must be records for Le Jog and things like that because that that's a really big because the yeah I mean um, like De- Derek's purpose really is to basically make life hell for um uh you know fifty <laughs> fifty year old people to suicide. 50, 50-year-old mid-pack runners who have just got a medal and skipped you know, a couple of miles on it because it's going to be the only race they do and he wants to take the glory away from them. I'm slightly exaggerating that, but it does feel like that is the that that is what he wants to do, take away the moment of glory. That's his from sweet self. spot. That's his sweet spot, yeah. 
the 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 high the the primary school the primary school teacher who was nursing an injury and decided to hop on a bus for the last three miles of it or something you know just to just to get the 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 medal in a in in an inconsequential race but he's triangulated the satellite data to make sure she is stripped of that medal the only the only run she's ever going to do in her life that she'd raised ten thousand dollars for but no i I joke about that but but you i think you're right there (laughs) I don't know. Do are are cyclist sharers? Um, and I'm not talking about the um, uh, obviously not talking about the, uh, the the chemicals. I'm talking about the the, uh, the data and stuff <laughs> like that. Are they as are they kind of obsessive about it? I imagine I imagine they are. I imagine that suits them like very well. They they certainly record their data in the same way, and uh, well, they record their data far more accurately than we do, and and the. Particularly, there we they'll spend more time on an exercise bike than we would on a treadmill. Yeah, where where everything is, there's there's no real hills other than whether you put it. In your Their gears. families hate them more. There's That's no, why. Their families hate them more. That's why generally. They they have fewer families. They <laughs> more divorces. I'd say. Um, but the it it does cause a a ripple of excitement when certain individuals have shared, for example, their there are some cyclists who have followed on Strava because you know they're going to share the whole route of the Tour de France, which is quite rare. Yeah. And the the teams will be quite secretive about their data. They will have all their data on every single athlete and every single ride. Um, and they'll be looking at... So they're, they're more likely to be the teams that actually use things like Sapiens, the glucose monitoring because they'll be able to map it more directly to all the data they're doing and in more controlled conditions um yeah so there is a but i I don't know whether we do have some cyclists who listen is there a derrick for cycling and what are the big things people try and go for in cycling because in strava we've in, in running we've now got our fkts and you've also got qualifiers is there the same thing in cycling where there are some races that everyone wants to do that you need to have proven that you can do a 100-mile time trial in a certain yeah. time? That, that's what I don't understand. Because that, that's what it comes from, actually, a lot of Derek stuff, is that people who qualify as good for age or get a Boston qualifier or who then, uh, you know, a maiden Chelsea star that hasn't actually done the whole thing. That's who he, he tends to seek out. Yeah. Um, or but but it, it equally someone like a Rob Young, where they're cheating and allegedly does this happen allegedly. the same way? Allegedly, <laughs> oh no, we don't. Is that I? I think we can say that's not allegedly now, can't we? What can we the report? Well, the sponsors' report, or I thought the this the sponsors' report pretty much, yeah. Well, and we we just blame skins because they don't exist anymore, so they can't be sued. <laughs> Do they not? Um, Do skins no, not I exist? Think so. I think they went bust. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember speaking to Mike from Two Times You and being like, this is good for you, isn't it? Or maybe they do still exist. It's funny, isn't it? Because everything, everything, that... I, I love the idea that you might have just closed a company there. Um, but it's funny how <laughs> it's every like in terms of in terms of you know like 
people call a vacuum cleaner a hoover or they at least used to or they call things like by its brand name like mm. every time they describe anything that's basically um well they call it skins so i suppose skins was named after skins as well but but that's it's funny how like people call it, oh yeah you know you're gonna put your skins on underneath it you're gonna put your skins on underneath your your shorts and, and stuff like that even though it's two times you or or something else was in school was, in, or was in it school. a different brand Oh, I don't know. Have you? <laughs> was it? Was, I didn't know. I thought skins. I, I thought skins. It was, was skins. You, you didn't wear a top. Oh no! Oh god! That's yeah, but that's going back in the in the eighties, isn't it? Yeah, like if skins was you not wearing a top, yeah. But no, like Hugo always has to put his skins on when he's when he's playing football in the like the pouring rain and it's freezing on the on that football field and everything. Um, and that's how they describe it, even though the, you know it's not the brand name. So he's wearing compression tops, is he? Well, they're not quite. No, they're not. I don't think it's used in the same way. Like it's not. It's um, yeah. I suppose they are c- kind of compression. Yeah, because they're tight. But I don't think they're compression in the same sense of skin. Seems to be still exist, doesn't it? It seems to. Well, it's. I can't remember which one it was. In. But I also. <laughs> I also wanted to give a shout out for. We always want to. <laughs> We always want to reward companies that are doing good things. Yeah. <laughs> so have we? I have, we haven't mentioned Riom yet, have we? No. Have you heard about Riom? Riom? No. So How's that Om, spelled? I'm a great brand. Yeah. So Om, um, just R E, and then oh, Om. okay. So Om, great brands. They do. Original Mountain Marathons, fantastic. They do some really good kit, really nice kit linked around that. I love their bags to run with laptops and stuff. They've launched something called Reom, which is repair, refurb, recycle, which is utterly brilliant. And so you can buy refurbed bits of their kit on their website at a reduced price. And you can find outlets that you can take your kit back to to get your kit refurbished so you can they've partnered with a company so they say send us your old kit to be responsibly recycled or give your old kit a second chance with our professional repair service so that is we, we we've we've recorded already with um we've rerun an article sorry an, an episode about looking after your kit, maintaining your kit. But that is such a good thing that they've done. And their their kit is, I, I mean, generally kit is quite expensive anyway, isn't it? And OM stuff is, is pretty cutting edge because it, it's insanely light because it's, it's created for for running fast. Um, and so if you, they've now got things like their, some of their bags reduced from 120 quid down to 50 quid. And, um, and they'll just tell you what's happened to it. And I, I just think it's such a good thing for them to have done. Has it been cleaned? Yeah, I assume it's cleaned. <laughs> I assume it's everything along those lines. I think, I think though, that there, but, is a, there is a market in selling unclean, what's it called, unwashed um, kit from Elite's. I think that is a whole whole new area. I've added this... the way that I said that has added a sinister element to it that I didn't want to have a sinister element. I, what I meant was was like if you could have 
if you could take the like the backpack that someone ran a UTMB um, and it hasn't been hasn't been washed or used and stuff like that, and you know, and that you're you're getting it, you're getting like a you know, a, uh, it sounds much more sinister now. I, now I vocalised it, it sounds incredibly sinister. Forget about this idea completely. Delete it. Delete so when, it all. When, and, and are you are you expecting to sell these in vending machines in Japan? <laughs> No, vending man. machines in Chamonix. That's that. <laughs> in Chamonix. <laughs> that's, the, that's the red light district for this kind of stuff. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm trying to think if... Because um, we've, we've done a good amount of time now. I'm just trying to think if we've got a, a poll for this week. Can't think of... Um, hmm. Well, I think it's quite interesting to know whether people would actually... Like, do people... When it comes to kit, do people want you, or are people happy to buy refurbished? Because I, there is an element of you wanting something completely new. You know it's going to be working well. You know it's going to be more durable. So will it will it work? Are we? Because that that's useful for marketers to know as well. And and actually for Rom, I'd I'd love to know how it works for them if they're going to see new customers coming on if that's how they're seeing it if actually they can make as much money from this because the cost of the equipment is so much and actually you know, so is this actually going to help them financially or not are they doing it because it's the right thing or are they doing it because it's it's the right thing to do and they'll make money um but we'll we'll put that in the in the yeah, the Facebook it's, group. It's, it's weird with the economics of it, isn't it? Because the economics work against it. Because essentially, mm. the whole idea is that when you start producing more, especially in the manufacturing process, you start producing more, you start benefiting from economies of scale. Whereas if you're actively reducing the number mm. of stuff that you're getting, then there's a potential that prices are going to rise because the mm. you know the the number that you are you're selling is decreasing. So I, I'm just I think it's fascinating as to how how this plays out or whether it's just a you know whether, whether actually there isn't demand for it but the optics require you to do something like that as a manufacturer mm. and, I, and I've seen like Velaforte for example with some of their packaging you can now send back free post to um, airmail is rappers that airmail the, <laughs> yeah <laughs> To the head office in, uh, in It goes via Learjet. <laughs> but that that is an incredible thing to do where because and this is something we struggled with with Caffeine Bullet is to figure out how to do our packaging and, and the, the quotes we've had I think are ten times more expensive if we want to do packaging that yeah. is, is genuinely recyclable and it it just become we we could do that but we'd have to double the price. Of the, of the product and so you're like it's where you need that scale yeah. whereas um, that as a, a brand like Velaforte to do that that's so good that they're actually it's costing them money to do it they're making it as easy possible as, as possible for the customer and um, they're recognising that you can have something that in theory is recyclable but unless you actually process it in the right way it's not it's just going into a bin or it's being used once for some some items that no one really wants to buy anyway so um yeah a fair play to 
Ariom. We'll put that in the in the group to see what your thoughts are. And also, fair play to Velaforte. Not only did you introduce Dopio, the uh, the dopey, <laughs> dopingest of most product, but you've then done. There's now three of me, I believe. <laughs> oh God! So <laughs> hopefully this will work. Yes. But um, so. This has been our first experiment of using Riverside. Who knows if it's good or not, but do matters. Do leave us some messages. Leave us your feedback. Get in the Facebook group and we'll pin it. We'll pin it in the Facebook group, but bookmark it once you've pinned it. But it's, it's bit.ly slash badboyfeedback, all cap- starting with capitals, B-B-F for the capitals. And leave us some messages and we'll start playing them. Anything you want to throw in the mix, JD? Well, if you are watching this on uh, YouTube, make sure that you hit that subscribe button, you give us a like and leave a comment, Uh, especially if you've got anything to say about cyclists. Lots of cyclist comments is uh, very much appreciated. Uh, It really helps um, if you you know anyone that you might might want to uh, watch any of the interviews that we've done on YouTube, uh, forward it to them, um, get them to subscribe as well. The more subscribers on there, again, helps us get better guests. If you want to join the conversation, um, ruin a poll or uh, add your own opinion, please join the Facebook group. Head over to Facebook, type in Bad Boy Running Podcast, answer three questions and you can get in. Um, and merch. There's still I'd, merch. I'd say, still... listen, go and go. Oh, we got them. We got the merch. Oh, quick. We've got the merch. Good, good merch this well. is, I think, the and longest say, period. Listen, longest period we've said s- that we've actually got merch in stock. <laughs> exactly. It's not selling. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I've no idea. Um, but. Uh, Go and listen to the A to Z as well. If you've not listened to the Do Better A to Z, that will give you an idea of uh, some of the lexicon we've been using in the past, some of the stupid things, almost a concentration of all the fun little bits, odd sayings. And that might inspire you to then record some sound snippets that we can then use as our special effects on the podcast. So, uh, and if any recommendations for future guests, message me, david at badboyrunning.com or get on Instagram and message there. And we will see you next time. See you later. Bye 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 Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs>